0: Steve Mathis production. Check it out, Pulp
1: MX fans. We're proud to announce iPhone users can now get the official Pulp MX app from the App Store and have archives, show drops and technical info, stories, and even exclusive bonus Pulpcast not available anywhere else. As always, use the Mathis code at btosports.com. And when buying from Amazon, click the banner on pulpmx.com to show your support.
2: Of the Steve Mathis show, there is a high chance of you will either learn something a lot of people don't know you left thinking uh, or make you say to yourself,
0: Dude, that's so funny. The bottom line is
2: this
1: podcast serves as archival documentation of this interview. Welcome to the Racer X podcast show brought to you by BTO hosted by Steve Mathis.
2: Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast show, 250 Supercross look. Um, uh, last week, myself, Wygant, Jason Thomas broke down the 450 class uh, the best way we can. We learned some new things from JT. This week, we are going to the 250 class with uh, myself, Jason Wygant. Yeah. And none other than former 250CC main event winner, David Pingry. Ping, what's up?
0: You CC main event winner.
2: Well, now you are, you know, the lights class. You know what I'm saying? Like you are that's a former. Weird. I know, but you're a former lights winner and now that's 250s and uh, I no. really don't like lights and Supercross. Like, does anybody like that? Is that working? No. Why well, again? Is this working? Does anybody? No, need?
1: I think the only way they get away with it is because everyone's just going to call it 450s and 250s anyway. Right. But I will say, the red plate was around in motocross for a few years, and this year they're going to bring the points leader gets the red plate roll over. So maybe it just takes a few years. Well, they
2: used to do the red plate only to the champion every race. And and, and I wrote Dave Prater an email and said, you really need to change this, it's confusing people. Yeah. And they weren't too happy about that. They really thought their system was better. I thought the outdoors was better. And I also think the outdoors naming, naming is much better. So.
0: Right. You know, I'm not one to give a whole lot of credit to the GPS for a lot of things, or say we should bite their style on stuff. But I like their naming system better. I'd rather see it be MX One and MX Two.
2: Really? Nah, not yeah. me. I'm good with 250 and 450. I am, however, very pumped. well.
0: Historically, it 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 makes it muddies the water. You know, like.
2: Oh, because of the uh, you, size. Well, of the bike. yeah,
0: back right. when Jeremy won his, you know, two hundred and fifty national or supercross titles. Yeah, yeah. People are going, oh, he has seven one hundred and twenty-five championships or lights wins. Is that what you're yeah, we
2: you are saying? Yeah, we are. You know what I mean? It's, yeah.
0: It's, it's,
1: yeah. It makes it tough. You got to go back and go, no, no, no. Well, back then it was. Yeah, he's got a point. You know, you know what I mean? Ping, you just got an upgrade. You're now a two hundred and fifty supercross race winner. Yeah. Did not even know
2: that. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <right>. Um. <laughs> tell Maybe what, I should shut know. up.
2: Tell you what. <laughs> co- tell you what. Coombs should steal from the GPS. Besides, he's stealing all the riders every year. Ooh. But no, what he should steal is those damn wash bays. Those should be in the Nationals. How many times have you walked through the pits or spectators walk through the pits and they're walking through muck and trenches of water from teams washing their bikes? What if you had some dude there with some nice shoes that wanted to check out and maybe sponsor a team and his feet are all muddy?
0: You what know? douchebag is wearing nice shoes to the dirt bike race? Hey, oh.
2: some of these guys may not know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Or even nice running shoes, and you get home and they're just trashed because you accidentally stepped in a bunch of mud puddles from goofball mechanics, which I was wearing, ah, washing that's their part bikes. Of
1: it. That's like getting a sunburn. I just think it comes with the territory.
0: <laughs> Why not?
1: What do the bays look like? I don't even know what these are. Ah,
2: dude, they're like off to the side somewhere.
0: You got to push your bike eight miles with a stand and a brush and your stuff.
2: They got pressure washers set up. They, sometimes some of them have concrete with drainage, proper drainage. Some of them don't, but you gotta little, wait in line
0: to wash your bike.
2: They're little bays, and you wash your bike right there. And all the chemicals are there, all the water is there. It's all muddy over there, out in the pits. It's dry. I used to, when people would watch me wash my bike real quick or real closely, I would spray them in the face. <laughs> and I don't want There's- that to happen to anybody else.
1: There goes my theory where I was like, I think people really enjoy that part where they get to walk by the truck and they see some activity going on when they're washing the pikes because, really, there's not much else if going I, on nowadays. If,
2: if I wasn't happy with my rider's moto and so I felt people were getting a little too close, oh, yeah, they got a spray. They got sprayed spray in the face. Oh, sorry about that, bro. Sorry.
1: So they have to build wash bays to protect them from your temper.
2: <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> okay. Uh, we broke down the 450 class uh, with JT. Now we're breaking down the 250 class. And before we get too far into this, I just want to say once again how insane and asinine and ass-backwards and whatever ass-objective you want to use, that our sport, does not. we do not know who's racing these coasts. We have an idea, although I just found out this morning that Dean Wilson now looks to be on the West when I thought he was on the East. I just want to say how insanely stupid our sport is by not making these guys declare what coasts they're racing ahead of time. I I really like Mitch Payton. I respect him. He's a great guy. He couldn't be more wrong for doing this. And now, of course, because Mitch does it, now everybody else does it. Although the GEICO owner has told me what coasts they're doing. It's not really public knowledge. This drives me insane. So we're going to try to do this preview with what we know. We could be off. We could be wrong. Please tell me I'm right, Pingree. Please.
0: Uh, I, well, of course, as a fan, you hate it. As anyone in the media, you hate it. Okay, like, okay.
2: As a racer, if you're David Pingree, put yourself back in the primal days. Oh, no. As a racer,
0: you hate it. The only way you like it is if you're Mitch Payton. And, and it's, you use it as a motivator to get all of your guys ready.
2: A motivator because, to get your guys ready. Okay. Well, so you're racing East. I'm just
0: saying. I'm just saying. If a guy goes, oh, I'm racing East, I got some time. But then one of the West Coast guys gets hurt and they need to throw, hey, you were supposed to ride East, but guess what? Well, you're ready for Anaheim, and you're not, you know, you're, you're two months off your plan.
2: Well, you're two That's months off. Good. The first East race is in, in, in six weeks. So I hardly doubt six weeks is going to, you know, kill you and make you a huge difference. It's, it's well, insane. And Okay, Ping, let me say, you're, you're David Pingry. Like, first of all, they don't even, what you're saying, Ping, makes sense, except they should declare which guys are West, barring injury. They don't even do that. Okay, they don't do that. They don't say we're going west, barring injury. This is what we're going. They don't do that. But let's yeah. say they did do that. Let, no, no. Here's my point. Your primal impulse, David Pengry. You're looking good in that shift gear. You're you're one of the top riders. You show up at Anaheim, and you think that Blake Baggett is racing. Now we're we're we're, we're screwing up some of the t- space time continuum here. But <laughs> you're. Blake Baggett rolls up next to you. You believed all this whole time that Blake was riding east, and now Blake Baggett rolls up next to you to do to go out for that first practice in A1. Are you mentally shot? Are you just, oh, God, oh, my God, I thought Baggett was east. Oh, oh. Are you, no, right?
0: No. Thank you. I, I don't think that's Mitch's intention is to play head games with, with other riders. I, I think it's to make sure all of his guys are ready to go. Okay. January seventh or, or
2: I get it. Is. I get it. Well, then just to tell us which guys are, are west. Tell your other guys, hey,
1: assholes, be ready. You're a professional athlete. Don't like you need to trick them. That's what you need to trick. Well, them. To that's what I'm try. saying. It, it, it's actually,
0: you know, there is a, a lot of timing to it. You know, getting your, yourself to peak at the right time. I mean, you know, well, you don't want to. You don't want if you don't race till January. If you race till you know, middle of February, base yep. training where you're doing a lot of longer motos, but you're pay, you're not really pushing that pace. And then as the season gets closer, you get down to the last four or five weeks, you start to do more sprint work. You know, you, you definitely ch- have a program laid out and follow it. And what? so what? To what? me, it sucks as a rider for Mitch to do that because they they actually train for the wrong time. If you know what I mean. They're, they're going to do east, and Mitch says, well, be ready for the west.
2: Okay, well, when you're, out oh, the, drive me nuts. when you're out of the test track and you see your teammate snap his femur, guess what? Time to increase those sprints ASAP. <laughs> yeah, well, Why again? Tell me uh, you're with me on this. Why again? Tell me no, you're with I me on this. I agree
1: because, okay, we've already established this deal of the training to peak and all that. Like, yeah, definitely. We've all heard about that, that you don't just, you know, do the same exact thing all year long. You know, I know folks on the outside just think, you know, just run as many miles as you can and then you'll be in better shape. But we know it's more complex than that. So to purposely, knowing that training is more complex than that, say, nope, we're going to let our riders have zero idea of if they're going to have to be ready on week one or week seven. Just who knows, man. Figure it out it, on it, your own. The, the sport- smartest thing to do, it, I, I, hey, I agree. First of all, I'm just telling you what
0: Mitch is thinking. I'm not saying I defend you're it. You're defending What he should do it. is you're go, okay, it. look. Here's the plan if in a perfect world. You two are riding west. You two are riding east. If one of these two gets hurt and we have to switch him to east, you, your alternate one, you're going to ride west. So, you know, that's on you to be ready. You, if, if he gets hurt, then it's you. Why don't, You know what I mean? That would be the best way to do it.
2: Why don't you come out and tell the fans and the media, this is our plan. These are the guys riding east, to try and get some interest in your team and interest going in, in the sport and in the class and everything else. We had a guy at Race X interview, Kyle Cunningham. He refuses to say which coast he's, he's racing. Hey, Kyle, nobody cares. You can show up whenever. Like, seriously, just what is the big deal? Of course, because these team see Mitch do it, so they're like, oh, we got to do it. You know, we're, we're holding out. Like, it's insane to me. Hey, show up. You ha- Hey, you have tickets to the Anaheim Ducks hockey game? Show up on this date. We're not going to tell you who we're playing. You're not going to know. Just show up. Could be the minor league team or it could be the Boston Bruins. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's such crappy game, gamesmanship. It's, it's not even funny. Uh, Ping, I like your idea. You go to the guys, hey, you're alternate one, so you need to be ready in case Dingle Nuts over here crashes. But other than that, I mean, we're doing this podcast preview. I've got emails and tweets, hey, Mathis, who's doing this? Who's doing that? I don't know. I just don't know. I think this is, I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I've had a lot of cof- coffee this what? morning. I've had a lot of coffee. <laughs>
1: Calm down a little bit. You're gonna have a heart attack. You have to start CPR. Get somebody over there. Ping drive one A in here. Ping it's drive up. The heart. <laughs> ping drive up. And- yeah, we need alternate one A for Mathis's side of the table. Get back on the phone. Mathis can't go. I feel Blew his heart out. <laughs> I just,
2: <laughs> I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. It doesn't make any know, sense. Uh- it doesn't make well, any
0: sense. All right, let's let's move past it though. It is what it is.
2: Okay, let's move past it. What we and you. Well, I mean, okay, we're gonna move past it. So here we go with a preview oh, of with the a, class. Uh, with,
1: that's right, with a preview of which we don't even know who's Mathis is sweating and slobbering like one of his basset hands <laughs> right now, just fired up. I just himself into a lather. I Just
2: don't get it. I just, I mean, it's just <laughs> insane, Kyle Cunningham. Uh, I'm not I'm not telling you which coast I'm riding. Like, I. Bro!
0: Done. Yeah,
2: like, uh, that's what I mean. Like, uh, like, oh, it's so ridiculous. So, anyways, we think now I hear from somebody that would know Dan Truman, who's buddies with Paul Barabinos, buddy with Wilson, kind of on the inside. He says Wilson's riding west. Do we know that, Ping? What do you. Th- I thought he was east. I it's haven't a- heard that. I,
0: I've stopped. I, I, I heard he was riding east, but that, that's that been a while okay. ago. I heard it was going to be Baggett and uh, Rattray on the west.
2: We do know Eli Tomac and Will Hahn are west. Thank you, Geico Honda. Thank you. Yeah. We know Cole Seeley, Christian Craig, Travis Baker are west, because they only do the west. We know Musquin is west. We know Roxon was supposed to be, but he hurt his arm. Besi- I mean, we know the press gets all the press anyways. I mean, we, we've, we've read this in Motorcross Action, so. Uh, star Racing, we have no idea who's doing what.
0: Sipes, Sipes is dealing left with uh, Swanepoel. How do you know this? Yeah. I talked to Ryan. But Calaconda... Maybe I shouldn't have just said Ryan that. Maybe, Maybe I just got Ryan in trouble. I, oh, my God. I stop stop the presses.
2: Stop the presses. Now we know what. who's going to line up in three days, four days. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: okay. P.J. Larson was struck down by the universe for admitting in the interview, I know I'm racing West. Moss and I are racing West, and Malcolm Stewart's racing East. And then what happened to him 48 hours later? He got injured. That's what you get. <laughs> do not tempt fate by actually saying you're going to race a certain coast.
2: So, okay, how, do, how are we doing this? Is Dean Wilson now the favorite?
0: This universe is an ass kicker. He's needs is- to go up into a, a UFC fight.
2: Is is so? Is Wilson the favorite if he lines up for West? Yes, right.
1: You'd have to say yes.
2: Over Eli Tomac.
1: That's a tough one. I mean, if you actually did <laughs> Super, supercross last year, you know Tomac, you would you would say now you're basing it on because Wilson won outdoors. But if you compare their supercross series last year, hard to hard to pick a winner. They both won some races.
2: Yeah, Wilson certainly isn't dominant in. Uh, in Supercross, by no means. You know, he he can't seem to get starts consistently last year. I believe the year before, his first year, he missed some races with that immigration problem, but didn't he crash a little bit? So didn't he have sort of like two different issues in two years now? One was being crashing, one being not able to start up front?
1: It wasn't a great year. His first year was okay, but it wasn't, you know, you think like last year was actually Tomac's first year, and he nearly won the title and won some races. Yeah, Wilson yeah. was about the same last year, but that was his second year. So, yeah, I don't think in Supercross he's naturally... It's definitely not one of those deals. I know one reason they do this gamesmanship. There are some years where people purposely ride the coast. The favorite isn't racing. Uh, like last time Villapoto was racing in the lights class, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't know if anyone's dominant to that degree, where they're running and hiding from someone. Yeah. I, I, I think the West Coast, it's going to take a few rounds to, to kind of
0: shake out and see who's who's done their homework and who's got their head in the game, because I think you've got um, Cole Seely who's going to be ridiculously fast. I think you've got uh, Will Hahn.
2: Is that Cole in the back seat right now?
1: Yeah, that's Cole really upset. Cole fans back there. Yeah,
2: very, very, them
0: on. very happy.
2: Right, Sorry, he's,
1: he's very angry. Should have said something sooner.
2: Um, so, okay, uh, S-
0: Sealy. I think you got Baggett, Seely, Hahn. Tomac and apparently Wilson, uh, who are going to be, I I think any one of those could, those guys could have a good first couple rounds and set themselves up as the guy to beat in the class this year.
2: There's no way Baggett and Wilson do the same coast, right? We know that.
0: Well, yeah, it seems weird. that
2: It's going to be Rattray for sure because Mitch is going to want him to get ready for outdoors, and the West Coast guys always have a bit of a advantage because they ride outdoors for a long time?
0: Is Durham doing East for sure? I mean, it would seem like he's, he hasn't had quite the time to well, prepare. Well, we really don't know.
2: Nobody knows. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'd love to talk about Darren Durham, oh. but we can't.
0: All right, well, Bitch is a smart guy. Let's try to work through this here. He's had the least time to prepare. You'd probably stick him on the East. Yes. He rode East last year. You know, he, he he's probably more comfortable
1: back there. Um. And then, yeah, Rattray, for what Mathis has said, would probably race west. So you're basically down to the fluid situation is will you have Baggett or Wilson race east or west? To me, you would think, okay, Wilson did have an injury. I know it's going back a month or two now since he's been back on the bike. But he did have an injury. He has raced east before. Baggett is actually from California, so it's not like it would be hard for him to adapt. To racing west, even though he raced east the last couple of years, also I would think Wilson on the east makes more sense, and Baggett on the west makes more sense, but maybe not. Um, then you got to throw in MXA's exposure meter of getting the champion of the 50 class this, outdoors did, in the west.
2: Did you see this ping? Did you see I that?
1: Did. Yeah.
2: Are, are they idiots? Are they so dumb that they don't well, realize? Well,
0: they take a, a, a little sliver of truth. You know, there probably is more exposure on the west because you've got all the manufacturers here, the majority of the industry here. You know, these these races out here are probably covered a little better. But, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. These are the only ones they go to. So, you know, of course they're not going to write a bunch of stuff about the St. Louis Supercross.
2: Oh, there's St. Louis again, Weege. There's St. Louis, Louis again. St. <laughs>
1: Louis always the I don't know if you know this team, but we always hold up St. Louis as a shining example. That's the, That's where the real work gets done. Yeah. You go to Anaheim 1, and there's 15 dudes everywhere you look with video cameras. But by the time you get to St. Louis, there's no cameras, <laughs> no video, nobody. That is the true – if you really got what it takes, somebody likes to run, some people like to cycle, right. but you want to throw the swimming in there and make it a true experience, that's St. Louis. Yeah, but to, to be to be fair, Weege, uh I would say
0: at least half of the people's camera and video equipment got stolen in the St. Louis parking lot. So they may have gotten there and just, you know. That's
2: an excellent point. It's an excellent point.
0: I mean, can
1: we can we agree that that's a, um, that's a possibility? We had, uh, one year, back in the Mike Farber days, yeah, we had someone throw a brick through his window and then steal all of our magazines, signed jerseys, all the stuff that we hang up at the Racer X booth. So, yep, definitely agree with you on that one. It
2: probably was Farber. He lost his keys. <laughs> Sold the jersey for beer, money. You know what? <laughs> I gave him my geese. Okay, so Wilson and Tomac are going to battle this out. Can Musquin win the title? Can Musquin win the race? I think he's the real under undercard here. I think he's a real real wild card.
0: I think he could sneak one out. I'm not gonna. I'm thinking a head-to-head deal. He beats those four guys we just mentioned.
2: You think, Ping? You put Sealy on a championship oh, yeah. level? Absolutely, absolutely. Championship. Cole, Cole Sealy is
0: ripping right now.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, you you certainly would know. Christian Craig still hurt, right? Not really into it yet. Not really back. He's riding again, but
0: uh, you know he started riding a week ago, and his wrist is right. still sore. He's he's gonna race because it's not like he can switch to the East. But he's not gonna be right. He'll be fast. The kid's always fast, but he, you know at lap seven, he he. Look for the uh, reverse lights to come on.
2: He won't be alone ever, right? Right. Um, Weege, what do you think about Will Hahn? Has Will ever made a podium? He did, right? He's made a podium? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Weege, about Will Hahn? Uh, obviously wait a minute. A wait a minute.
1: I thought Will Hahn got one of his rides previously because you, Mathis, identified him as you know an underdog that people hadn't given enough credit to when he was riding KTMs.
2: Didn't you? Uh, I never claimed that. I might have wrote that. Yes, perhaps. He,
1: in his, um, let's see, when, yeah, the year before you guys had him a trophy a, ping, didn't it he? It was won? 08. He, he got a second of- in Jacksonville. He almost won. Yeah. Yeah, he almost won. Yeah.
0: Um, and then 09 with us, he had, uh, I want to
1: say, like four or five podiums. Uh,
2: yeah, that many?
1: Yeah, he had a lot. Okay. Yep. He actually finished second in points ahead of uh, ahead Kennard that yeah. year. Yep. Um, well, hold on, yeah, hold on. on. Will
2: Hahn finished second in the points? Yeah,
1: yeah, he did. He finished ahead of Kennard. Oh, man. Yeah, top Honda, right?
2: Maybe it was our little falling out we had, which we've since made up. Oh,
1: sorry. Up. It might have been 09 He was
0: on KTM because he was with us in 2010. Yeah, that's it.
2: That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so he lost his year last year, gone for injury. Yeah. So do you make that step up and just start winning right away? What do you think, Wygant?
1: No, nah, I think it's going to be tough, man. I think it's going to be tough to jump right in. Mm-hmm. Just because I – you're talking some, some pretty solid dudes, and if Sipes is racing, you got to throw him in there, too. You know, With Sealy, what he's done last year, and apparently he's doing even better now, with what Sipes is capable of and he did last year, then we know what Wilson and Tomax credentials are. Mm-hmm. And that's four pretty solid dudes, so to expect to make a big leapfrog and go from not even racing for a year and then leap over them to become the guy, uh. Uh, that, seems, that seems pretty tough.
2: Um, what about Weege Rockstar? Who do they got, Anderson?
1: Anderson, yeah. Okay. Everybody's racing my
0: right coast. <laughs> Anderson, Anderson and now. Hewitt
1: is what I understand out west, and and I think, like I said, I, I'm. Well, we love to know I don't want to get we, this. We love But I, I think Anderson's gonna have a good year. We'll see. I want to agree, but I, you know, I, know. Probably I don't want to jinx it either. Yeah, probably better off not saying it. I just like to know what um, coast
2: he's riding. That's all. I'd love to talk about him. Don't know where he's riding. Don't know. <laughs> Can't say. Can't talk okay. about it.
1: Yeah. Well, the other guys are um, are uh, D- Davalos and, and Blake Wharton. Wharton. Yeah. Wharton's a sleeper, but we don't know what coast he's riding. He's riding east. You're going to stamp it. Yeah. He, he, cause he decided, came back from an injury, too. There's no way they'd throw him on the west. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, and Since Anderson has been motoring down, I guess that's probably pretty good odds that you'll see him on the west. I did. Well,
2: uh, I hope he doesn't peak too early. Oh, God. Yeah. I hope he's. hope he's. hope he's figuring it out.
1: Hey, if you remember back to the Canadian Supercrosses, back when we used to race those in December. Yes. And what was the difference in that and Anaheim one? Three weeks, four weeks.
2: <laughs> yeah. that's right. Uh, yeah. That
1: was when the training to peak yes. thing started because Carmichael got beaten by Stewart. Right. When- and then then uh, photos surfaced that he was racing with a heart rate monitor. And everyone realized that's because he was using the races for training. Yeah, you no. know,
2: Scott Taylor was making sure everyone knew Yeah. those races were not ready for these. Three weeks from now, though, we'll be ready. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. They were training runs, they were not actual races. Um. Yeah, Carl wondering. Michael never knew what he was doing either. He was always full of crap.
0: You could see never, him. Ho- never you, backed up those claims.
2: You could see him uh, holding, holding back, too. Like, he definitely checked up. You know, he wasn't blowing apart hay bales and berms trying to catch James Stewart. You could see laying it up. You know, Carmichael always laying it up.
1: <laughs> he did in '03 when he had that big points lead. Oh yeah, remember? yeah, that's right. That's the story. Yeah. Where he purposely let Reed win races because yeah. we don't know Carmichael. He's usually when he gets that points lead, he just cruises and doesn't actually try to yeah. win anymore.
2: Yeah. You're right. Usually,
1: Al doesn't try to go for like, you know, perfect doesn't, seasons or anything.
2: He doesn't just wick it up and toss it into a boat in the whoops, trying to go mock five.
1: Okay, now whoops. you're g- <laughs> We I think we just figured out the perfect, like, cocktail for you. We got you warmed up on a little bit of <laughs> which coast are the guys <laughs> riding? <laughs> the. <laughs> can, we, uh, can we throw in any others right
2: now? The. Uh, no, nah, the, the, the Carmichael riding for the championship. I was at Yamaha that year in 03, and I mean, I was there, he was not, he was, he, Chad Reed was better, and, and that's the bottom line, and then it was just frustrating as a team to hear his side say, hey, we're just riding for the points lead, man, just riding it out, meanwhile, he's riding his balls off um, to uh, to try to beat Chad Reed, I mean, and whatever, I mean, he got the title, He you know, he was a better rider, but, um, you know, so, that's all, it gets me going.
1: We were on Anderson, I think. Is that where we're?
2: Well, we'd like I, to talk about Anderson, but we don't know what coast he's riding. Okay. So.
1: I did a little research. I, I, you know, this Anderson thing has always been has been a conundrum to me. I haven't been able to figure it out. So I've talked to some other people I would know. and Even when I did an interview with him like a month ago, um, then people that knew him said that everything he said in the interview wasn't true. Like I asked him, hey, did the Ian Treadle thing affect you? And he said no. And then I heard a bunch of people said, yes, it did. He just doesn't want to admit it. And then I said, well, how do you know? If he won't admit it, how would you? You know what I mean? So who knows? But um, I did talk to a couple guys that follow the amateur scene. A lot of my hype on Anderson was based on he and Tomac were both Suzuki guys and uh, 85s. And, uh, you know, they battled pretty good, and sometimes Anderson got the better of them. But I did hear the very tail end, the last couple times that they raced, when Tomac switched over to Honda and really put his program together. I don't know if you heard, but Tomac's dad, the gnarly trainer dude, Um The the Tomac's plan all along had always been to not burn Eli out. So, you know, they would ride a lot, but maybe not kill themselves like other guys did. When the time came to approach the pro level, they really stepped up. And I heard of those last couple of races, Tomac really separated himself from Anderson. So maybe Anderson no longer being on the level of those guys shouldn't be as shocking as I thought it was. Does that make sense?
2: Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. Uh, like I don't know too much about the amateurs. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm not. You know, I just know that if you win the Horizon Award winner and you win Loretta Lans, you're a badass. And definitely, we yep. didn't see that from Jason Anderson, based on almost every other rider that we've seen.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like I said, there's guys that are in the pro ranks right now that I remember seeing him battle, but. I guess you can't do a generalization like that. You know, yeah, at one point he and Tomac were similar, but, hey, at one point Michael Essie was ahead of Ryan Villapoto, right?
2: Perhaps you heard that Ryan Villapoto never, ever, ever beat <laughs> Michael Essie in the amateur. Perhaps you heard that.
1: Yeah, it's been mentioned. Shut him out a whole year. Didn't win a race for a whole year, I think, is the stat.
2: The best part is, like, you go and ask RV about that. He's like, yeah, yeah, so what? <laughs> he's, right. he's right, though. I mean, you know, he full-on admits it, but, you know. Uh, all right, back to this. What, let's get back to musquin ping I, I see this guy I see this guy being very very legit I, I I didn't know what to think about it but I've spent some time wrapping my mind around musquin and thinking about musquin like Rocky and thinking about that Russian I wake up in the morning and all I think about is musquin and I think he can win I think he can win
0: he's really good. Yeah. I mean yeah. he he could. I, I think his I think his pace is gonna be a little off, especially at first. If he can stay healthy and work into it, he he can probably get there, but well, I don't think you're gonna jump in your first year and go the pace that Tomac and Sealy and these guys are. I just don't think you're gonna be in if he's riding there or whoever.
2: Yeah, I'm not calling championship, I'm saying race wins. I think he can win races straight up. Um, hmm.
0: well, we'll see. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it won't blow me away if, it, if you know if he does. Do we? He's definitely talented.
2: Do we all think that Tomac will be better than Wilbur at the end of the series? Does anybody?
0: Uh, I think you're underestimating Will a little bit. Okay.
2: Well, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get him on my bad side again. So trust me. Um,
0: no, he's he's just he's good. You know, and he's a really really hardworking kid. Mm-hmm. And um, I think if he if he can have a good good couple opening rounds and get some confidence going. He, uh, you know, I think he can win. I think he can jump right in there and race with, with guys that are leading and winning. Because he won't get tired.
2: Okay, so no, let's do, that. do we put Wilson, Tomac, and Hahn all together as, like, pick them? Do we have a favorite in the title, Wygant? What about Ryan Seitz? Um, I don't know if Seitz I, can put I together I the whole I'll, series. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll pick a name, but that's probably more appropriate for the very end, right? I
2: don't know. I guess. Yeah, sure. Can Seitz yeah. put it? I don't think Sipes could put seven races together.
1: Can you? Yeah, that's kind of how I feel on him. I feel like it's all there, but right would be there for whatever five races and I mean he's
2: actually
1: two he's messed 20, up ones.
2: I love Ryan, great guy. He's twenty-seven years old, something like that. Why, or Ping, What do you think?
0: Yeah, he's a little older. Historically, he hasn't been able to, to do well, an entire series, but that's my you know, point. There's a guy who could certainly pop off and win a race.
2: That's my point. Like I don't think he's going to change. Now at 26 or 27 or whatever he is, but for sure a race win, huh? I mean, we, yeah. we can all agree on that. Yeah. that guy's got some I, I mean, if you're
0: looking, if, if you're just crunching numbers and looking at it from what we've seen in the past, um, I think you've got to go with Eli Tomac as the favorite. He almost won it last year. Uh, he was, he was winning races. Um, everybody else is, you know, Seely had a couple of great rides, but also a couple of really bad ones. So, Dean, I don't know, Dean hasn't, he, he didn't dominate in Supercross. I think, you know, he'll, be, he'll obviously be great and going to win races, but if he rides west, but I, I'd go with Tomek right now for the title, if I had to pick somebody. But I'm telling you that you could have five, five guys win races this year, maybe six on the west coast.
2: Are we, are we missing anybody? Uh, I know, I feel like we are. Um, like, who's 1110 got racing? Are they just doing east? Are they doing west?
1: The only guy I've heard they have is is, is Martin, which Martin be in East.
2: Okay, what about
1: um, Izzy? what about you, you got JDR? Which is got Matt Moss? And they announced today they've got a they got a fill in here for for Larson's spot. Malcolm Stewart's racing East. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't think we're missing anybody. No, we're we only we Suzuki team. There, there, there's a lot of talented guys that are kind of that next step. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of those guys. But
0: as far as the crew of riders that are going to dominate the podium—we've we, talked about them all. I
2: think Sipes, Tomac, Hahn, Anderson, Musquin, Wilson, Rattray, Seeley, Baker—that's we're uh, covering it there.
0: Did, did you guys see the the video of Swanapool his heels yes. to the back of his head?
2: Yeah, very scary.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was. He little... okay
0: from that? Does anybody know? I mean, I haven't heard since. He I Twittered, saw a video. And...
2: He tweeted that he was fine. And he said, "Yeah, I got off lucky, yeah. ha ha," or something. So, um, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like this is Wilson's class. If you look at just the, the pedigree, it's Wilson's title to lose, but none of us think that just because he's gone two years and hasn't won one yet, I guess. Is that it? Why, again, is that why we're not counting the guy out who, who made 20, 21 out of 24 motos on, on the outdoor podium? Is that?
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is. You know, it's that old, you're only as good as your last race. So our last vision of all these guys racing is Dean Wilson, what did he win, three of the last four nationals? And really just put it together. But, you know, if you it's so strange how quickly that changes. You know, if you did stop the world in time and stop the rotation of the earth after Red you'd be like Blake Baggett is clearly the best rider of this group. Or if you did it three laps before the finish of the Vegas race, you'd say, Eli Tomac, is clearly the best. You know what I mean? Uh, we've seen all these guys get the better of each other at different times. So it seems at first to think, well, Wilson's the best guy. He's proven it. But they've all gotten the better of each other at different moments. Um, and I'm going to concur with Ping on this. I'm gonna, I am going to—I would go with Tomac as my favorite, I think. Because I think uh, at everyone's best, he can match everyone, you know, on their best day. And I think he's got a good overall uh, program to – what I like is as a rookie last year, he really approached the thing – Very smart. He didn't ride like a rookie down the stretch. For example, he had to deal with Hanson, who was all about running into dudes and playing games and kind of being the bully in that class. And he was completely – Tomek was completely ready for it, actually upended Hanson. You know, he knew that the takeout was coming in Salt Lake City, and he got out and Hanson crashed. I just think those kind of – that's pretty good for a first-year guy. So I think not only is he fast as anyone else and in shape as anyone else and is on as good a team as anyone else, but he has all these other little intangibles you need to seal the deal, where for guys like Sides or Sealy or Will Hahn, we haven't necessarily seen it yet. Um, which leaves Wilson, mm-hmm. who may or may not be racing it, but I still think maybe in Supercross, Tomek might be ahead.
2: Hey, guys, thanks for listening to these podcasts. They wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for BTOsports.com as well as the other advertisers. So I appreciate if you just listen to this, deal with it, order some stuff from BTO, and then we'll get right back to the show. Thanks. Thanks for
1: listening to the
2: BTOsports.com
1: podcast show. Please don't forget that BTO is the world leader in aftermarket motocross parts for the bike or body. You'll find deals like a Shoei VFXW helmet for $309.99, 45% off, or Smith Piston goggles for $32.99, 65%
2: off. Your order can be shipped anywhere in the USA for free, or if you're not in the USA, we ship worldwide. Check it out at
1: BTOsports.com. JT Racing USA is back to reestablish its deep roots in the motocross industry with an all-new, innovative line of racewear and casual wear. While bringing many of JT's strongest design elements from its golden years back to life, the racewear is constructed with the highest grade material on the market and has a technological fit, feel, and function that is sure to raise the bar in how motocross gear is being built. JT has relaunched itself back into motocross with the Pro Tour jersey, classic pants, lifeline, and flex Field gloves in eight colorways with an assortment of men's and women's casual wear to add to its collection. By redefining the meaning of airflow, JT has incorporated its airline system technology into this collection and have launched their all-new ALS 2 helmet in seven colorways to complete the rebirth of the brand. The wait is over.
2: Hey, I just got a text from Dave Gowan, Ross Peterson's old mechanic, who is now team manager at the Rockstar Suzuki. They are going to have Davalos and Anderson, so Davalos and is going to be the extra, the other guy.
1: Oh, Davalos, man! Are you ready? He'll be great in we'll qualifying.
2: <laughs> are you ready? Wygant? here. I go.
1: Okay. <laughs> Shoot, we already got Mathis warmed up.
2: No, no, that's okay. I'm better now.
1: Okay. Yeah, Davalos will be awesome in qualifying.
2: I mean, it just, if, anybody, if anybody says Martin Davalos as a championship contender, I'm going to punch him in the face. That's all. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Um, uh, hey, what about the East? I feel like I should know this. Is Vegas the same format for the 250 guys? When you look on their website, it doesn't say. On Supercross Online, there's no East and West thing there.
1: I asked when we were making the program. Um, I asked Danny Hartwig, who's the PR guy, and he said yes. Oh,
2: but I just got a text. From D- no, I just got a text from Dave Prater. I sent him a text while we were. Yep. And it is the same. So the final rounds yep. are at Vegas. So. Yep. Same same deal. Which, I you know the East West shootout definitely did not work. Um, they have, didn't hold as much, as much uh, in uh, fascination with the new format. But so that is gonna go down to the wire though. Anyways, East West mains, and. and it's a little different. Not, I still don't know if I like it, but I like those guys trying something different. So,
1: Yeah, I don't know. It was a mixed bag. I did like it. I liked the idea, but then it wasn't as cool as I thought it would be. Yeah. Or Ryan Sipes won the shootout, right? But no one thinks of him as a shootout winner. Yeah. And Baggett won the last East Coast round, but definitely no one remembers that. No. That was totally overshadowed because it was like four hours later before the night was even over, you know?
2: Um, Pink, uh, no doubt in your mind, Sealy can win the title. The whole thing.
0: Uh, he he definitely got the speed. I'll say that he will win races. Period.
2: I think that uh, if if Sealy were to win it, and uh, you know, and I, I don't know if um, if he can or not, but if if Sealy were to win it, that's a huge deal for I think a non PC or Geico bike to win the title. You know what I mean? Like I asked Sealy. I just interviewed him for Pulp. MX, and I said, you know, hey, you signed up a, you know, a two-year deal. You committed your almost your lights. Because I think he's out of lights. You got one more year in lights, maybe, Ping? Do we know? Oh. No, Ping's gone again.
1: Well, the rule would be three years, correct?
2: I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um,
1: no, it's true. If I, I believe if he were to win the title yeah. this year. Yeah, he's out. Or you want to wait on Ping here. No, it's all right. Wait
2: on... yeah, whatever.
1: I believe the rule is and I talked to super agent Brian Segrist about this when he signed the two-year deal. I said, well, wait, you know, the deal that Tickle and Hansen are facing is mm-hmm. if you have a really good year in your third year and you win the title, they're not going to let you come back. Three years, three good years is three good years. No defending the title. And I said, so what does that mean? And he said, we'll be glad, you know, essentially to be in that situation.
2: Oh, yeah. You know? okay.
1: um, not, well, I mean, it's hey, Tickle didn't find himself out living in a cardboard box.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's all right. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I asked Celia, T- I'm like, you know, because let's face it, he's one of the top riders in the class you Know why didn't you want to go to a Geico or a Pro Circuit? You know, I mean, that's it, that is everyone's uh, uh, dream, isn't it, Cole? And he was just like, No, I'm good, I'm happy where I am, you know. So,
1: that is a good point because of Will Hahn, it was looked at almost like, Oh, he upgraded, he went from yes, the yes, yes, exactly team to the great team,
2: right? Right, and for Cole, he was just down with you know, staying there, riding his whole career out at the Troy Lee team, which. I mean obviously their bikes are good and you know everything else, but is it the Geico slash pro circuit as good, you know? Uh Cole seems to think so. So
1: I think if we could get their former team manager on, it seems to me we could confirm <laughs> this, but it seems to me like there's almost a little robbery there. Yeah. I don't think the yeah. team wants to be looked at that They think they, they can beat those guys and they've at times they have done it. So I think that's what it is.
2: Yeah. I was just surprised when when Cole Locked himself out like, up like that, you know what I mean? Um, not to mention, I mean, I guess the the salary is probably pretty good, but I would think that a Geico or a Pro Circuit could pay more than a Charlie Honda team, you know? Well, if he
1: got in the position that he's putting himself into right now, where he starts looking like the next guy, like you would think, there might be a little bit of a little mm. bit of a bidding yeah. where you could maybe get going.
2: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
1: But he's uh, take himself out of the running of that, but that's hard to say in that class,
2: right? What you about? Know? So, what about Rattrick? I mean, he's just going to be he's going to be just the top five guy, But which is nothing wrong with that. certainly very, very solid, right? Top five yeah, podium yeah. guy every now and then. Is that—is that how you see it?
1: Yeah, and I know it's probably strange for some people listening to this to say, you know, why why we put Marvin Musquin at that level, mm-hmm. uh, and then we put rattray at a different one. You know, yeah. uh, they both come over from the GPs. They both won the MX2, nicely named, championship over there, but I think the difference is, you know, the, we've seen the French guys come over and handle the Supercross thing. A lot of times they're better at Supercross than they even are outdoors.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um,
1: and we're Rattray that's the exact opposite of the guys from South Africa. So I know it might seem a little strange to put Muscat has never even raced one of these, really, right in the hunt. Uh, but I do think there's a little difference there.
2: Ping. Yeah. Question for you about uh, about Cole Seeley. Uh, yeah. You know, he committed two years to Troy, Troy Lee team. And, um, you know, I asked him in the interview, "Did you, you're one of the top guys in the class. You would be looked at for a pro circuit slash Geico ride, like Will Hahn, moving on up. Is it is it a move up, though? I mean, is that, like, is there a bit of a rivalry there? Like, Wygant was just saying, uh, why would Seely do that? Wouldn't you think the pay would be better on those other teams also? What do you know about this?
0: Pay would be better, for sure. Okay. Uh, I oh, think well. one thing Cole is concerned about is that, He's, um, he's a little temperamental when it comes to, like, his environment. You know, um, if you push Cole too hard, uh, you just have to know how to handle him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a, I think he's afraid if yeah, Mitch Payton breathing down his neck and making him do photos every day and, you know, he'd burn out. Because he actually quit racing at one point because he got burned
2: out.
0: Right. So he's. Be able to go out and drift and play his guitar and you know wear skinny jeans and like do his thing a little bit too. You get, so you got to give him some room.
2: He really to be him. Yeah.
0: It's a, so it's a fine line, and his mechanic, Rich, and those guys—they've figured out sort of a fine line to walk with him. And um, when he's happy, he's ridiculously fast. Huh. But I'm afraid, I'm afraid. I think he's afraid if he went to one of those other teams, it would be too much. Um, pressure and he wouldn't be able to thrive in that environment.
2: Were you, were you a little bent out of shape when Wilbur selected Geico? Or was that no. absolutely I understandable?
0: Mean, he said to me it was a tough decision for the same reason. because I just love it here. It's such a cool vibe here at this team. But boys are not going to ride for Geico. You know, it's like, oh, I, just, I, can't, I can't get that out of my head. Like all the, I, don't know. I told him honestly, so dude, you really can't make a bad decision. You're going to be on great bikes either way. The money was the same.
2: That's the West as far as we know. Um, Again, we don't really know, but anyways. Uh, So East, you know, this is an all-encompassing podcast. East Coast, um, what do you think, Weege, as far as the East is concerned? So now we're going to have Baggett. Now we're going to have Barsha. We're going to have Durham. uh, it should be healthy, should be good to go. Bogle is going to be one of the guys. I think Bogle is going to be pretty good.
1: Um, Yeah.
2: Along with Roxon. Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, that's the the matchup. Everyone's excited about the Roxon and Barsha thing because they're so similar. But we've never actually – I don't believe they've ever been in the same race together, Uh, have they?
2: Well, the shootout.
1: Oh, yeah, they were in the shootout. But like
2: like we just said, we have no idea what happened.
1: No. (laughs) Well, the shootout was uh, Barsha and um, Tickle were just on – cruise control after they won the title yeah. they were yeah. they were, I think they were still doused in champagne if not having already drank it before they went out on the track <laughs> there was no effort put in yeah. on, I mean they just rode around I think Barsha just whipped it the whole time I think Yeah I
2: think you crashed early and then he just whipped it yeah he he washed yeah. out on a turn
1: Um so but, yeah they've never really even raced although what's funny is you know they're both considered so similar but I think a lot of it is because they have blonde hair and they
2: And they're young kids to, yeah
1: They're young kids and they whip the bike and all that Right But um what's They're not the guy you would think they are. You know, on the surface, you just think of them as these super wild guys. But the thing about both of them is, really, they're actually a little more calculated than that. I mean, it's not like Barsha. I say this every year. He doesn't have this massive highlight reel worth of ridiculous crashes, you know, James Stewart style. You know, he's been hurt a few times, but nothing crazy. Right. Um, there's races that he doesn't win because he just doesn't have the speed to win, but it's not like he's always the fastest guy, and sometimes he crashes it away. And no, yeah, yeah. Roxon isn't really like that either. I mean, especially look at the GPs. You talk to people over there, and they actually praise him for his race craft and being smart with picking lines and you know, kind of being ahead of his years as far as how he approaches racing. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't think it's going to be quite the bash fest that everyone thinks. I mean, does Roxen really have a reputation? I mean, Barsha does for hitting guys, but I don't know if Roxon even plays that game.
2: I'm interested to see because if you talk to Barsha himself and people close to him, they, they really do credit that wrist injury for him winning that title because mm-hmm. he, he calmed down, he couldn't push it, he sort of had to take what he could get, and a lot of times that ended up being good enough on the, on the, on the weekend. Yep. And if he didn't have it, he didn't have it. So a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, he kind of tamed down a little bit and, and, and figured it out and won the title because he was hurt and he you know he had that in the back of his head. So now, smash cut to 2012, he's going to be healthy. We're in a number one plate. Is he just going to go balls out? You know what I mean? And I don't mean spectacular crashes, but, you know, he does wash out in a turn, like we saw in Vegas or or yeah. whatever. So interesting to me to see which Butcher shows up. Did he learn something from last year where it was like, hey, you know, I can just get second. I can, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I'm going to stay on two wheels type deal. Um, Even
1: Barsha, it's more of the, yeah, it's not the spectacular crashes, but it's like the old Gary Bailey slowing down to go faster. Right, right. Um, He doesn't necessarily crash, but he doesn't go as fast because he's trying too hard, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah,
2: no, he comes in, he blows up berms, he comes in too hard, slides his back wheel around, grabs too much throttle coming out, spins out. You know what I mean? It's the whole, you're exactly correct, slowing down to go faster. So it's going to be interesting to see that. And Baggett, well, Baggett, he... At one point after Daytona, he was in the points lead on the East and looking good, and sort of crumbled um, from there. So you know he's got something to prove and some somebody to uh, to chase after in Roxon and, uh, and and Roxen and and M- Barsha. I wonder. Well, it's also you
1: know. it's the same thing. It's just how you left it because Barsha has the championship in that class and ended the year on such a high note with his predicted by Ping and I superb performances. On a 450. Okay, it was pretty pretty ridiculous above par on a 450. So you put that in and you think, again, no no one's going to be able to touch this guy. But really, if you rewind the tape, there were weeks where it seemed like Baggett was the better guy or Wilson was the better guy. This whole group, these next group of guys coming up, it's very crazy how much parity there is, where they've all had weeks where they were the man and then the next week they're not. So it really leaves it wide open.
2: What What about Mookie? Mookie's going to be good.
1: I'm really excited about this. I mean, yeah. maybe even maybe even a little bit of Mookie fever right now. It's six Whoa. weeks away. Whoa,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Six weeks away, it's kind of hard to see the incubation period that far out.
2: Nah, the, it strikes the you the quickly. Fever. It comes on quickly, usually during the first practice of the first East Coast round when you see him jumping something that no one else does or taking a tighter line and jumping something that no one else does or Yeah, whatever. and, yeah.
1: you know, underrated I think last year is – you know, no offense to the Suzuki City team, but where are they as far as equipment compared to right. these other elite lights teams? Well, yeah. he's, you got to think making a big step up here. You know, JDR, those guys—they got some experienced hands. They know what they're doing. They've got good support from KTM. Um, you know, and then you consider that you know they got Rocks and and uh, Musquin on those bikes, essentially too. So they're definitely putting some effort into that program. Um, I mean, that's a big step up, and. He was spectacular, highlight reel crashes, but toward the end of the Nationals, he actually got pretty consistent. Yeah, a lot of eight, eight, nine, nine finishes from him in the motos. So uh, um, look out. I mean, I'm I just, wouldn't be surprised if he won a race. What do I'm, you think?
2: Well, I'm still upset that he doesn't like me. I don't understand how. Just he Just in could. general, that's what his brother James said. He does not like me. By you f- invented Mookie Fever. Thank you, thank you. I did. I was driving the Mookie train. Yeah. And for that, I get I, I get hatred. But anyways, I don't see you him a race. I don't see him winning a race, no. No. He's never made a podium. So, to me, you you got to make that step. It's got to be some baby steps. you got to make the box. you got to figure it out, and then you can win. Uh, I'm not saying you have to, but that's generally how it works. So, to me, you know, he's got to make the box, but he's going to be a wild card, no doubt. Um, You know, it's possible, too, that Pro Circuit could maybe not win a title in the Supercross class this year. They squeaked out tickles last year, but to me – if Tomac is the favorite, I'd say Barsha is the favorite on the East. If Tomac's on the West, I like Barsha to repeat, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm with you on that. I yeah. mean, it's going to be very hard to call out West, but I think the, the momentum and all that, right. I shouldn't say momentum. I was wrong on that in the J.D. thing. I, I, not the momentum, but the stats line up in favor of right. Barsha, for yeah. sure. West's hey. going to be a little harder to call. But you know what's interesting when we think about all this, what we've talked about? I remember the first ever episode of this podcast. Last year, mm-hmm. when I was walking the streets of California like a vagrant looking for a place to live, and we were debating over was the West Lights class last year weak. Yes. And you and I agreed that it was. That is definitely, definitely not the case this year. No way. No way can you consider having, you know, Tomac and Wilson for starters, or even if it's Tomac and Baggett. No way you can consider that weak. And you throw in... Musqueen, you throw throwing Han, you throw throwing Sealy. Right. That's that's tough.
2: Uh, yeah, Ping, welcome back to the show. We're just discussing the East. Got it. Barsha, uh, Baggett, Roxon, Mookie, Kyle Cunningham, we think. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Um, Wharton. Uh, what do you think? T- give us your take on the
0: East. Well, the big question mark to me is will Roxon be 100% um, I don't know how bad he broke his arm, but you know, isn't it four to six weeks in a cast? Am I still usually takes that long for a bone to heal, right?
2: You know, I I uh, I, I broke my arm with the Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, fair race in '91, and uh, I was back racing in four weeks.
0: Well, it, it all depends yeah. on the fracture and stuff, but I, I think it's definitely going to hamper him a little bit with his fitness we'll see um marsha's got to be the favorite i think just because he's a champion he if he stays healthy you know and has had a good off season um you know that just that plays into his favor mentally Uh, i think baggett's going to be really fast if that's where he ends up is that what you're hearing though for sure then is that he's going to go east
2: well, Dan Truman saying that Wilson's going west, and he knows he's tight with with that whole camp. So to me, uh, Dan Truman is on it, and so I believe that
0: he is. Well, Baggett's going to be really fast, really, really fast. I think he'll surprise a lot of people.
2: No, nah, I don't know if what surprise. I mean, we all know he's pretty fast, paying He's not going to really surprise. Yeah, but you, are
0: you counting him as a title contender? Yeah,
2: for sure. I think okay. I think Roxanne, right, Barsha, and
0: Baggett. I think he's going to be really fast. I like Barsha um,
2: to repeat, but that's just me.
0: I, I don't – I haven't seen him ride any Supercross, so this is just completely out of my rear end. But I'd really like to see Wharton do well. Um, I just think he's a – I think he's a cool kid, and he has had a rough couple of years. mm mm-hmm. Uh But he's definitely got the talent. And I hope he can just put together a solid season.
2: That that team needs to just put it together so I can stop making fun of them. Yeah. They've kind of – you know, they've taken the star racing mantle away. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean we can talk about Nico Izzy, and that will put the the mantle back onto Star Racing. But uh,
0: oh, I mean that, well, or we could talk Metal Militia. I mean, where do you want to go with this?
2: I don't. You know what? I'm okay with the militia thing. A lot, a lot of people aren't. Some message board people. Yeah. Some message board people don't like it. Uh, not you know people aren't fans of Deegan and that style. Myself, it's just a sponsor. If the check clears, you know, as long as it's not Nazi propaganda t-shirts, then I'm okay with it. You know, I don't know, whatever. You know, their
0: stuff was banned in Temecula out here uh, at a school district because their little helmet logo is a, is considered aligned with... Oh,
2: you know, the God, German Army come helmet. on. You're, you're, oh, you're dead. No. no, I believe hey, you, but... Out of the newspaper. I'm not making it up. No, I believe you, but now you're... Whoever made that is searching for something with that helmet logo and, and all that. I mean, <laughs> come
0: on. It also looks like a penis.
2: <laughs> um... <laughs> So I'm okay with the militia thing. I don't understand hiring Nico Izzy. Uh, what about
0: hiring, like, 14 riders?
2: Well, yeah, I don't know. Um,
0: There's
1: definitely some questions over there that could be answered.
2: Thank you. That's all. That's all I'm getting at. Thank you.
1: Um, That's a product of the merger, I would think, right? That's something that will probably be ironed out.
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm sure Izzy and Stroop will take well to Bobby Regan's managing style. <laughs> I, I have no doubt that 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 Bobby's tender hands... And and a gentle way of putting things will go over well with those two. Um, but the Suzuki, the Rockstar Suzuki team managed by Dave Gow and Ross Pedersen's old mechanic, they have good equipment. They do. Yeah. Can you agree on that?
0: Yeah. I, you know, all of the guys have kind of said the same thing. Like, they, the bike lacks a little bit of grunt, like the torque right off the bottom. That's kind of all of them complain about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but... So does that, just make,
2: does that just make Stroop when he killed it on that same bike, basically? Does it make Stroop more of a hero?
0: I don't know. I, I don't know if all those guys are just, you know, looking for excuses to cover their results or if it really is an issue. I, mean, I have no idea.
2: Because, uh, uh, you know, Stroop did great on it. Jumped things that no one else was doing and, well, and you know. That's
0: a great bike in stock trim, and I'm sure that, that factory bike was awesome. I don't know for sure what the – what they're getting now, like what that team has right, now. Right. How much support do they get from Suzuki? I don't know.
2: Oh, yeah, I don't know. I heard it's, you know, according to Ryan Morris last year, it was the deal, the full deal. Mm-hmm. So Suzuki oh. seems like they're kind of a shell of their their former self. But, um, why again, you got a problem with metal militia?
1: No, no, I think, I mean, I hate to burst the bubble here, but I think we all know that Deegan just sits back there at his computer and Takes the, you know, the crazy spikes shoulder pads off, and then just counts his money. Like it's all a business deal with them. It's not like they're going to require guys to be nutballs or do anything crazy to live to the militia uh, brand. I mean, in the end, like you said, it's just a sponsor. And I think all the stuff Deegan does is just to grab attention to make his brand more successful. But I don't think they're really actually crazy nutball guys at heart. Well, so I the, think it'll be fine.
2: You can see their effect already coming on with Kyle Cunningham not telling us what close he's riding. I no. mean, it's already. Starting over there.
1: No, if they want to be rebellious, they would have their guys say it. That would be the only oh. way to rebel. I'm declaring.
2: Well, that's a good that's point. That's how you do it. Ooh,
1: right. rock the foundation of the sport.
2: Hey, I got this. Uh, I got this Darth Vader thing for Christmas, where you push this thing and he breathes into it. Can you hear it? Yeah. How cool is that? It's like Darth Vader's doing a podcast.
1: Hey, um, the Star Wars thing, is that like something I could probably, I could probably see happening in real life?
2: <laughs> no, no, you can't.
1: Oh, then I have uh, zero interest. That's zero. right, I
2: forgot. I for- hey, Ping, did you ever zero. hear about Wygant's theory in movies? <laughs> huh?
1: It could not happen in real life. If I don't see myself being in that position, I, have no, I can't he, get anything out of it. I can't learn anything from it. I he, have no interest.
2: He does not care about the movie.
1: No, Star Wars, complete waste.
2: Look, he just hung up on you. He was so disgusted. That's
1: how he feels about that. Well, it is pretty popular. I'm sure he's not the only one that feels that way. <laughs>
2: oh, on that note, we should just wrap this thing up. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you, David Pingry, for coming on and dropping service repeatedly during the show. Um, uh, definitely, uh, always a good time. And uh, let me just say once again, I, I don't like, I don't like the coasts and not declaring which ones you're riding. I, I feel that hurts the sports coverage. I feel that hurts the sports media interest. I feel, I feel like it's ridiculous.
1: Hey, I was just thinking about something along those lines. You ever see, and I hate to make this comparison, I hate to make the NASCAR comparisons, but in NASCAR, when a guy signs with a team and they have some testing, they can't do as much testing as they used to, some of it's been banned and such. Right. What they would do is they would have the guys go out there in black cars, you know, no logo, maybe just their number on the side.
2: Okay. Right? I don't know. I don't hey, know. I'm, I'm that's, getting... what do. that's
1: what they do. That's okay. Hey, media, we're testing. We don't have our stuff locked down, but look at this. You're getting to look at a really weird, all black car. Talk about our guy. Talk about our team. We don't have all the sponsors locked in yet, but come check it out. Okay. How cool is this? This is a rolling prototype. Okay. Easy free press. Now, I know the argument these teams, I've I said already that. When you're KTM and you have the Dungy Media Day, you control all the buzz for the next three months because you don't have a race to lose for months. It's all looking good. Any team that does any press in the offseason, all positive. If you're Moto Concepts, you want to come out, show up your JT gear, we're all over it like a dog on a piece of meat because we've got nothing else to cover. Mm-hmm. But the excuse of the team is going to be, we don't have all our sponsors locked in. We don't have our logos figured out. We don't have our gear. Roll out what you got. Roll out what oh, you got. You're getting angry. Now, this is this is Angry Weege. Well, I, okay. Ride a Suzuki that's completely blank. Ride a Yamaha that's completely blank. No logos on at all. Right. Hey, this is wild. We're looking at a prototype test bike that's so cool. Right. Or wear some of last year's stuff. Whatever, man. Yeah. Yeah. are just hurting themselves.
2: I've been waiting for you to go. because You said you were going to talk about the Moto Concepts because you, you hated JT gear. You hate everything JT stands for until <laughs> that Moto Concepts <laughs> intro, and now you're very... Pro oh, JT. very on
1: board with the JT program. JT, we had so much JT coverage that I had to eventually turn the <laughs> spigot off say we've covered the JT thing enough. You actually hey, did. Props to them. Yeah. They're the only ones that have right. apparently the guts to go out and say, here is what our 2012 gear looks like, right. and we're going to show you pictures of it. <gasps> gasp, in November.
2: Yeah. Ping, uh, Ping, welcome back to the show. Why, well, again, it's just going on about how what a smart idea that was for Moto Concepts to do an intro like that.
1: And, and a press intro.
2: And how and how no one, and even KTM when they did it with Dungy, and how no one else really gets that. And it goes back to my keeping the riders uh, from knowing, and the fans knowing from what coast the riders are going on. It's the same thing. It's incredibly bass uh PR. And, and and it's, you know, in a sport that needs as much exposure as we can get, sometimes our teams, and if you speak to Todd Gendrell, which I don't speak to Todd, but if I speak to Dave Prater, he tells me, you know, when they want to do things that they think are more entertaining or more exciting, they get shot down by the teams a lot of times. And this is another example why Wigant saying you have a guaranteed week of press with Transworld, with, with Racer X, with maybe with MXA if it's at Glen Helen, and and they just turn it down, and they don't or they don't do anything. They don't take advantage of it. Kudos to Mike Genova for that.
1: Well, they can't because they don't have every single logo well, that, that's on their what graphic they say, set right. or their gear 100% dialed. And I'm saying – Take a completely blank Yamaha without graphics on it and just ride that and say, Hey, right. these are prototype photos, we're getting pressed, we don't have all our sponsors locked in, but here we are testing. Come on out, guys, check yeah. it out. That's what I say you should do. Good move. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree that it's a good idea. It's it's sometimes these guys get caught up so much
0: in just results. Like, that's the bottom line. They don't they forget the marketing side of it where you're trying to sell something. Um and the sponsors that are supporting you to go out and try to win races are not getting the exposure that they could be getting
1: or that they deserve. So, yeah, but I you, agree with you. It is. Right now, you can't lose. Like you're gonna. The the problem is only one team's gonna win, come Saturday night. So you're suddenly there's a pecking order, but right now there isn't a pecking order. If you have a press event, and somebody covers it, you get the same coverage. We don't think of you as the fifth place team.
2: Yeah, good point. You're just Eighteen. Yeah, you're just like yes, we'll give you whatever you need. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and H- if the Dungey thing turns out to be a disaster results wise. Now they got a problem on their hands. But uh, for the first three months before they run a race, and looking good.
2: To give credit to another team, H and H did the same thing. So could, you know, this another team yeah. that did something that yeah. that yeah. got a lot of wallpapers and videos and mm-hmm. you know everything from all the media sources. So good job, Kent. <laughs> that is Kent, the brain the brain child of H and H. Yeah, no, you, you know, Moto Concepts. We 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 do take our shots at Moto Concepts. Um, some of them rightly, fo- rightly deserved, I feel, but let's also give them credit for doing that and uh, and and rolling that out and making Wygant a J a JT fan because he was a hater and now he's back.
1: I was I was, but they have modernized. Yeah,
2: we were very very angry at JT for for real no reasons, but now he's back. You
1: know, if they wanted to, if somebody wanted to relaunch Axel like Bradshaw Stanton '92 '93 style, I might be on board with that. Is that me being a hypocrite st- now?
2: Axel's still in business, by the way.
1: Yeah, but in that at that
2: level. <laughs> they sponsor Antonio Caroli.
1: at that level, bazillion that
2: level. bazillion time world champion.
1: Daddy. Actually, uh, at the level that would be like, saxo had you know Stuart Villopoto, Reed, and Dungy right now. Right. That was actually those levels. Yeah.
2: Okay. You, you got a point. They had everybody. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for coming on. Um, I'm still not happy yeah. that we don't know what coasts these people are riding, but I've I'm I'm going to be okay.
0: So. You know what well, now Saturday, Steve,
2: ping are you Won't going? are you going to be down on the floor for a one to make sure no one jumps over any poles that are put up <laughs> like because this
0: no, I, I will be putting up poles. I'm gonna go out there with just a sti- just a big barrel of bamboo sticks, and I'm gonna line the entire track with them
2: because we know this really upset you. It started off the year, very upsetting for you, and it continued all year, so
0: yeah, yeah, I can't have it again. <laughs>
2: We can't, can't have that.
0: I won't stand for it.
2: Um, um, all right, guys. Thanks, Jason Wygant. Thank you, David Pingree, for the enlightening 250 West uh, Racer X podcast presented by btosports.com. Thanks, guys. See you this weekend. All
1: right, guys. See you. See you. Thanks for
0: listening to this episode of The Steve Mathis Show. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to find the more than 200-episode archive Or get the Pulp MX app for your iPhone for the complete Pulp MX fix.